And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, a tradition with an appearance by Chip Ganassi Racing Teams. Understand that Scott is a little, under, a the little under the weather this yeah, morning. And, yeah, and, I don't and, know what's going on. And here. Kelby and said, I think, accurately, he makes everything. He makes everything, yeah. So uh, yeah, I can really. assure you that uh, he must be really playing hurt today. Chip, uh, as I was coming in today, I thought about uh, this regular meeting we have and, and coming to Indianapolis and mm -hmm. I don't know I suspect you're still the same that there's goosebumps every time you go into the tunnel and your case it's another year in which you're here to compete and, and challenge for that uh, board Warner trophy does it does it ever get old it never gets old it's 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 um you know you you come here year after year I guess I've been here now every year since 1982 actually was here as a spectator in 81 and uh you know, you, you you have to. I hate to use this term, but you got to pinch yourself a little bit sometimes. Remember, you know, this is still the this is still the Indianapolis 500, and it's 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 a. You know, you get so used to going to races in and out, but you you know you you don't want to forget how important this race is and how how much it means. And you do get that feeling when you come, like you say, through the tunnel. You. Uh, there's a lot at stake here every May, and uh, don't let that, you know, don't don't let that be an oversight, right? Yes. There is a lot at stake here. There's a lot at stake here, yes, and uh, and 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 you don't want to forget that, and uh, you know, it, it, I I think it's important to get that across to your team, you know, as well. Um, hey, I mean, we you know we. We we right sized our team this year, and uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we've got you know we've got new sponsorship, we've got uh, you know NTT continuing with us, so we're we're very very poised for the next you know for the next step here, and uh, part of that next step is going to be next Sunday. Sure will. One thing I thought about as I look at Mike Hole is. I don't care if you're talking about business. I don't care if you're talking about sports. I don't care if you're talking about family. Stability is a really, really important thing. And if I'm right, is this not your 26th year with this team? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, well, I, I think it is. Um, people remind me of that. Uh, Kelby, in particular, reminds me of that all the time. Um, I've never really looked at it that way. Uh, when I made a deal with Chip in 1992, we shook hands. And, uh, and we haven't the, talked about it much since. And right. we really haven't. Uh, today it seems to be on paper, but I don't know why it needs to be. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm continuously amazed at uh, uh, how we have been able to combine passion together uh, with disagreement and agreement both, uh, almost simultaneously, <laughs> to uh, to continue to do what we do, and and I and I never really thought about it at the time. I wasn't sure, frankly, if I could stay with Chip for <laughs> a week, a month, a year, uh, whatever. But uh, I'm happy that I have, and uh, never really thought that uh, I'd be lucky enough to be around race drivers that Chip has hired. Uh, to make us all uh, enjoy what we do. It's a results-oriented business, and that's certainly one thing that's been a hallmark of this team. And again, talking about stability, you're going to bring 
someone new for your team here. But then you've got another guy, I think, is in his 17th year with the team, and Scott Dixon anchoring it. That, that has to bring a lot of comfort to you as, as someone who, who sort of oversees the ship. Well, I, yes, uh, but I, I think Scott represents who we were, who we are, and who we will be. Uh, he comes to work with a fresh approach every day, and he wants to make the most of it, most out of it for himself. He wants he wants to make himself better because he knows that makes the team better. And he pushes really, really hard, and uh, he represents the lineage that we've had over the years of champion race drivers. Uh, he certainly uh, uh, shows the way, leads the way uh, for people like Ed, um, and uh, um, proud to, to have been with him. Uh, personally for as long as I have been um, and uh, continue to strive to, to to do right by him and by Chip. Uh, it's been a great experience. And if we ran back the clock, Ed Jones, a, a year ago, uh, I can't imagine there, there have been a couple of rookie performances that have been better, but not many. There are many people who have gone through these gates who we all would agree were great race drivers and have never even sniffed a podium finish. Uh, that still has to be one of the big mo moments in your life, and I would think would be one of the reasons you're sitting between these two gentlemen here today. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, last year, as a rookie, to come to this race and um, finish third on your first go is a huge achievement, and, you know, there's so many things around that. You know, I was, I was fortunate with what, um, what the team had at the time. Um, a bit of luck as well, but that always plays a part in this race, and we're able to execute when we needed to. But um, you know, coming into this year now, and especially this month, this 500 month, it kind of makes me feel, you know, looking back to last year, I didn't realize again how big, big the race was when you when I was doing it for the first time, and um, now I'm coming to this year, I want everything even more than I did last year, and just working as hard as possible with the team to, to make things, make the car stronger and make myself stronger and um, uh, to have a, have a good race car for next Sunday. As the boss said, the stakes are high. Barb's on this side of the room, on this side of the room. We'll open it up to questions. Uh, two for Ed. Uh, one, uh, Zachary the other day said, used you as an example about how this race can be a real career maker that if he does well at Dale Coyne Racing in this race as a rookie, who knows what may happen for him. When you kind of look back at how everything fell into place to get you to Ganassi, um, I mean, it's a very impressive journey. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I was you know, going to your first year of, of IndyCar. There's a, there's a lot of work to do, a lot of learning. Um, I wasn't sure of what to expect. I think at the time, you know, Dale Coyne was quite a small team, so it was, you know, didn't know where we were going to be. Had Sebastian Bordet as a teammate who was great to learn off and gave me a lot of help. But um, yeah, every weekend I was just trying, you know, give, giving my full um, full commitment, um, trying as hard as possible. And I think I didn't make too many mistakes, which was um, something which I look positive back on. Um, and yeah, I was very fortunate that, I, you know, timing was right. And um, the results I had, obviously, the, the, always luck plays a part in it, but it was a huge amount of hard work and things paid off to, to get me to this team. Um, you know, for me, this has always been the goal to race a Chip Ganassi racing. If I had been, you know, told, if I look a few years back to know that I'd be in this position, I'd, I wouldn't believe someone. And I'm just trying to make, um, 
every mo moment of this count and I just want to, you know, want to win races. First few races this season have been a bit up and down, but we show potential straight away and uh, I'm sure we'll win, win one soon. And as a relative newcomer, how different does the car feel this year than the last year's car here? Yeah, it is significantly different. I think the car in general is much more sensitive than, uh, than the old car. Um, even just driving alone by yourself on track, the old car was, although the, the downforce numbers aren't particularly different, it just felt so much more comfortable. Um, <clears throat> and then, especially in traffic, you were able to run up on cars in the corners a lot better. Um, whereas this year, it's been a lot more of a challenge. So, um, yep, <clears throat> everyone's trying to figure it out. But um, I'm sure when we come to race day, things will be a lot closer. There'll be more passing, but it's still definitely going to be a lot more difficult than last year. Ben Smith from the Journal-Gazette in Fort Wayne. Uh, this is for Chip. Um, Chip, you know, the guy right there to your left is, is obviously one of the, the bright young coming drivers, and, and there's a, a huge amount of them, obviously, coming up this year. Mm -hmm. uh, to what do you attribute that? That's a good question. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, with as long as, as we've all been in motorsports, Mike and I, you know, there seems to be sort of waves of, 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 of drivers that come along from time to time. And I think it's more a, that's more a function, I think, of, you know, what's happening in the smaller formulas, uh, you know, maybe three or four years ago as to what it means for, you know, IndyCar racing today is maybe what happens in those. So I, I think you have to look back at, you know, at, 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 at the popularity of those, those feeder series, you know, and for what reason did they, you know, three, four, five years ago, what, what was the thing where you had a, a group of, you know, a, a, a great group of talent come along at the same time in some of those series where you have really good racing, or you could have really good racing because the, the package, the, you know, not only the talent, but the car, the tires, the engine in those smaller formulas match well with 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 uh with a with a, f a feeder series um and and I, and I, so i think that's I, I i don't know that i have any other explanation for it other than that is is you know um it's it's a, it's certainly a timing issue and a a time and a place kind of thing where uh you know like i said you got to look back at at you know where edge started you know 3 4 5 years ago and, and, you know, that, I think that'll tell a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ed, when you look at uh, this car versus the Indy Lights car that you raced here, yeah. is, there any, is this new car kind of more like that, or, or kind of how much do you have to readjust with the new car compared to what you had last year? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, especially running by yourself, this car feels much more similar to the Indy Lights car. I'd say in traffic, the Indy, Indy Lights car was probably nicer when you were following cars you're still able to get better runs than with this car and you could obviously it's quite possible to run too wide in lights whereas as i said with this car it's just been such a challenge to to follow and to get runs and the first day um well on tuesday i kind of made a made the mistake of trying to get the car to a position where i could follow a similar way to last year and it led to a few massive moments of, of oversteer but um yeah it's just trying to you know see what 
the potential of this car is. It's obviously very different to, to the old car and just figuring out the best ways to pass because at the end of the day, seeing how difficult it is, the person who can pass the best is, is going to you know, have, it's going to pay off huge in the race. Uh, Ed, sorry, I'm over here. <laughs> sorry. Uh, what kind of mentor has Scott been for you this year and how beneficial it is, is it to have someone who's won the Indy 500 on your team uh, for these next couple of weeks? Yeah, it's huge um, to have Scott um, there and also Dara as well, you know, the both of them. Obviously, Scott's trying to do his job is, is the first priority, so it's not so much uh, mentoring there in the first part, but having Dara there, his, you know, job as driver coach kind of, um, and two guys who have won the Indy 500. Um, like I said, it's just, they know what's, you know, they've had so many, or so many races here at the Indy 500 that they've had all the experiences of, things going wrong on certain days and how to pick it back up, how easy it is to lose confidence here, and then you know how, how you have to change your approach and get right back at it. And yeah, I can't tell you how beneficial it has been to, be, have, to have both Scott and Dario there um, to lean on you know, whenever I have any issue, issues or anything to, to question them, them, them about. It's um, yeah, been very helpful. Chip, do you ever reflect back to 36 years ago when you were a rookie and you were getting ready for Fast Friday and for your first qualifying run and in your first 500. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'd like to reflect on it, but, boy, it, it, it seemed like such a blur, you know. Like, I, you know, there was a lot going on. I was uh, 23 years old or something. Here I was at Indianapolis. And, um, yeah, I mean, the thing I remember about that day was probably – uh, just the fact that, you know, I got to run later in the day, you know, rest his soul, Gordon Smiley was in an accident and sort of closed qualifying down for, you know, three hours or so. And that, that was an advantage to me because some guys had already gone and then it was a little cooler, you know, when the track reopened, it's four o'clock or something, it was a little cooler in the afternoon. So we were able to find some speed maybe that uh, was a big help. Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, that was the year that they had the debacle there at the start in 1982 with uh, Kevin and, you know, Foyt and Mario and that whole thing up at the start there. And, um, you know, that that was actually a good thing for me because it kind of, okay, you know, it took a lot of the pressure off, you know, and then when the, when the race restarted there, you know, after that, it was, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of calmed down. I was like, okay, I got this, you know, and, you know, off we went. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great, great experience, and really, you know, it. I mean, simply put, it was the launch pad. You know, that was the launch pad for what you see today as as our team. You know, that was, that was the launch pad for it. Yeah. Ed, um, what actually is happening over over here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ed, what is that? What is actually happening when you go to overtake? Is the front end washing out? Does the car go to understeer? Yeah, when you're following, obviously, when you're trying to close on the car in front, the front just washes out, and it's quite a quite a large amount more than you're used to. And I feel like the time, like of how close you get to the car in front, it happens a lot earlier. So even when you're not that close, the front starts to wash out far uh, far quicker than in the past. So um, you know what, what 
that also makes very difficult is when you're tuning the car with the tools that you have, the weight jacker, the, the bars, obviously you're gonna try to set up, make it mechanically very um, oversteery when you're trying to get a run on someone. But as soon as you get the clear track, you have to work as quickly as possible to set it back because it's, it's gonna be very easy to be caught out on that um, with how much you're gonna have to change things to, to get by people. Trip. Hi. Yes, David. Um, it's been a difficult uh, start to the season for Trip Ganassi Racing. I don't think Scott's led a lap. You know, we we know that there were issues at Long Beach where, you know, he probably probably should have been a, a contender there. But the fact is that, like in 2013, uh, you guys didn't lead a lap until Detroit and then Scott went on and won the title. Does that give you encouragement, and can you feel that momentum building for Chip Ganassi Racing? Yeah, you know, David, I, I think as, a, you know, you're, you're still somewhat a newcomer around here, and, and uh, you know, like if it, historically, that's kind of the typical start for our season, you know, whereas, you know, we, we start slowly and we get going, you know, right about now, and, and then uh, you know the the strong point in the, the in the season is really, you know, from Memorial Day to uh, you know to Labor Day. Historically, that's been the time that separates the the teams from the you know the wannabes. And um, you know, we I fully intend that, that that we'll have both guys, you know, in the mix going forward. I mean, I think uh, you know, let's face it. It's like everybody's talking about a new car and this. And I think our performance has been. Relatively good. I don't, you know, um, you know, we had a good. Uh, Ed had a good Phoenix. We had a good, you know, we had a decent Long Beach. I don't think it's anything that, you know, we're we're certainly not hitting any panic buttons anywhere. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think difficult's the right word. Yeah. You know. Yeah, a question to uh, to Mike, Mike how I mean, during the last seasons, years, etc., I think you have collected countless data with IndyCar racing, especially in Indianapolis. With this new cars, can you use anything from this data? You start with zero again with the new car. I think probably the only thing you're going to be able to use might be racecraft. Um, I think Ed, Ed referenced it quite well. Almost everything that we've learned with the car in the past is uh, great information, but not information we can use going forward. And that, that's probably what people are experiencing this week. I think the reality is, that is might be this, that IndyCar has a terrific product. Um, the people that technically manage the series do now, I think, in my opinion, probably the best job of anybody that's done the job for a long, long time. But what they've also managed to do is they push this formula to the point where there's no separation available for the teams. Teams have a very, very simple product to tune, and they don't have individual identity any longer with their individual product. So when it comes to finding ways to, to, to create the momentum that you need to pass, even with the better drivers, it's not available to you like it used to be. Um, and I, I think the nature of the race uh, will be similar to the way it's been in the past, but the tuning variance isn't as large as it used to be. 
And I don't know if that answers your question, but I think that, that uh, uh, the on-track product is good. The passing here and the racing here is going to be more difficult uh, no matter where you start or hopefully where you finish. Very good. Uh, thank you very much for coming in, gentlemen. And uh, it's always a pleasure.